This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you my 2020 retrospective. So, despite the quote-unquote unprecedented times, 2020 kept me busy. Between my day job, my own projects, and helping with conventions, I was, as always, completely overbooked. Yet again, I may not have ended my year with a signed agent, but I didn't just sit around. Okay, I, I literally sat around, but there's a lot one can do in front of one's computer these days. I attended three to five writing conventions, wrote a short story, finally finished a very long round of revisions, and edited my fourth novel. Between Balticon, Worldcon, Imaginarium, and a couple of AuthorTube virtual retreats, I attended 25 panels, one show, two readings, and was on 11 panels. Not counting all the training sessions and tech orientations I read for staff and participants and attendees and my own local NaNoWriMo group. Outside of cons, I attended three different writing groups, participated in the hashtag AuthorTube community, and attended my local open mic night for writers. This year, I did a lot more interacting in real-time virtual space. I love comparing numbers, so let's take a look at them. First up, let's talk about my writing goals for last year. I made sure, as always, to set SMART goals as in the acronym, not that they were SMART goals. Specific, measurable, achievable, results-focused, and time-bound goals. So, goal number one, <laughs> excuse me, was revising. My goals were to finish the mentor-led YA rewrite, secondly, edit my middle-grade fantasy, and thirdly, perhaps some short stories and poetry for submission. I'm giving myself partial credit, like 70%. I got the YA done, I got the middle grade done, and I wrote slash posted a short story, but I didn't edit anything else. So goal number two, querying and submitting. Prep five short stories for submissions and submit to at least 10 markets. Well, I submitted nine stories with four of them before July, but I only had four prepped. So, or I submitted nine times. Anyway, partial credit, giving myself 90% here. So blogging and vlogging goals, don't lose my posting streak and maybe add in an author to weekly check because the NaNoWriMo ones went so well. Um, for 2020, when 100% I kept up with the blog and the vlog and I started a podcast, what's up with that? Maybe I did try a few Zoom weekly check-ins and ended up starting in August a weekly live stream write-in that's relatively popular. And I did Vlogmas, so yeah, I was vlogging. Reading goal number four, read 26 books at least two a month 
with at least 10 of them being physical and already on my overloaded to read bookcase. When, like, whoa, I read 45 books, four more than last, wait, 46 books, five more than last year, and a mind-boggling 35 of them were physical books, with only two of those not off my overburdened to read bookcase. Goal number five, writing. Do Octopurimo and NaNoWriMo. Partial credit, 50%. I totally skipped Octopurimo. I did not write any poetry in October, but I did a lot more prep and one quote unquote NaNoWriMo. And I did draft a short story for Christmas. So I got some writing done. Goal number six, beta reading. Reach out for my middle grade novel and don't commit to more than three fulls yourself. When, boom, I got feedback from my alpha and three beta readers on the middle grade, I only betaed three short stories the whole year, including one chapter of a graphic novel. Um, I am working on a longer beta and there is one that might not have been on my list that I got through, but I can't remember if it was early last year, or end of the year before. So either way, did not overcommit on beta reading. Uh, goal number seven, conventions slash writing groups. I wanted to hit six open mic nights since they're monthly, four monthly writer panel writing meetings, uh, try a critique group and attend three NaNoWriMo events, plus be a panelist on the two conventions that had already accepted me and help staff programming for Balticon. Partial credit slash extra credit win? I'm either 110% or 70%. I attended five out of six uh, open mic nights. I attended three out of four monthly writer group meetings, but I joined another writing group and hit four out of four of those. Um, I tried a critique group, so check that one. I attended three, two out of three NaNoWriMo events, but since it was all virtual, everything, I, I was doing writing sprints on there every night, so maybe I get full credit there. And I definitely paneled five out of two uh, conventions and staffed four out of one conventions. So extra credit on both of those. Uh, my final goal for the year was give myself a pass if I don't do anything in December. What, what was that whole Vlogmas thing? And, and you read four more books and wrote a short story? Extra credit, cha-ching! So let's talk about things outside of this list, or at least that weren't list items. I started a podcast. I staffed three to four conventions and became a Zoom and Discord trainer slash operator. I did that Vlogmas thing. I started a weekly live stream and I hit 10K views on my blog, not my vlog, it's like 7,000 here, um, in one year, woohoo. So. Let's talk about my blogging for the year. My top lifetime post is still 10 questions to ask your beta readers. Um, 
it's got like 28,000, wait, no, 2,850 lifetime hits. Sorry, I got zero issues here. Um, and last year it dipped down to the number two spot, but it's back up. Uh, I'm still doing my query corner and where I rewrite queries from authors preparing to enter the query trenches. And I do author spotlights to help promote friends' works, basically. Those are over on my blog. I do not do them in video format. If you are interested in participating, email me at morgan.s.hazelwood at gmail.com. So, are you ready for the top 10 lists? Well, I'm, I'm going to give them to you anyway. So, my top 10 blog posts of 2020. Number 10 was... Black Lives Matter, because it was past time for me to say something. Number nine was choices to make with beta readers. Number eight, what cons are looking for in a panelist. Number seven, top 11 ways not to respond when getting feedback, no, no matter how tempting they are. Number six, what's in a name? Characters in fiction. Number five, how to edit that lousy first draft. Number four, everything you need to know about convention panels. Number three, querying and agents. Now I'm confused. Number two, they want what? The difference between blurbs, queries, and synopses. And in my number one spot, how one writer uses Trello to track her creative progress. Uh, you you remember all these things I listed above? Yeah, it, you gotta track it somewhere. Otherwise, you just totally lose track. So let's talk about here. What were my top five videos in 2020? Unlike last year, most of this year's top five are actually from this year. Not sure why. YouTube likes to push my mythology post, but I'm not sad. So number five was novel, novella, or short story. Number four was the aforementioned how to create a new mythology. Number three was my final lazy Sunday afternoon live stream of the year on December 27th. Number two for the year was better beta reading, a virtual author tube retreat panel, and Number one, probably thanks to my expression on the preview, querying and agents, now I'm confused. So given flashbacks in case you missed it or you're new to my channel, I'm going to do my top three from the previous uh, existence of my blog. Um, so my top three posts of 2019 were Morgan's complete guide for attending a convention for that long hoped for day when we can venture out once more. Number two was, so you've decided to write a novel, seven tips to get started. And thirdly, making the asexual textual. My top three posts of 2018, when you ask someone to read your first chapter, a rant, uh, agents and editors share, pitches they're sick of, and when querying a novel, hope can be the scariest thing. 
my top three posts of 2017. Pitch Wars is coming! Hashtag pimp my bio. Top 10 tricks for a better query letter. And confession, I've been struggling. I, I kind of want to write that one every year. Um, <clears throat> my top three posts of 2016. Five stages of a pitch wars hopeful. Five big things I've learned about editing. And an outline to write by. And my first year of blogging when I was a little baby blogger, packing, editing your life, I'd make a good henchman, and handling the unavoidable info dump. Uh, 2015 and 16, I don't think there's a video format, so you're going to have to check them out over at morganhazelwood.com. So, done with my top five lists, let's talk about my social media stats. While this isn't really writer-related, it's writer-platform-related, and I know I like to see how other people are doing, and I like to track my own stats and progress. So while this section is probably more for me than you, <clears throat> you're welcome to stick around and see uh, what my numbers look like. Obviously, there are pretty charts and stuff over on the blog if you want to go check those out. but. Here are my numbers for 2020. While I tried to be both engaged and engaging while still investing in upping my content creation on all mediums, um, as always, some weeks were better than others, and honestly, some months were better than others. So, followers. First off, I really dove into the hashtag AuthorTube community this year on YouTube, you might have noticed. Um, and I didn't really do too much elsewhere. Um, but between all of my social media accounts, I added 3,068 followers, about in line with what I did in 2018 and about half of what I did in 2019. Uh, this year, surprisingly, my author tube, or sorry, my Facebook author page grew the most, followed by Twitter. Percentage-wise, though, my YouTube channel did the best, and it has the best interaction, because y'all rock. Boom! Um, I no longer feel like I'm shouting into the void here. So let's talk about how many I had and how many more I got. So on WordPress, I started off with 700 and I added 98 followers. On Twitter, I started off with like 8,000 and I added 800. On Tumblr, I started with 162 and I added nine because I'm just reposting content there. I'm not really active. Um, Instagram, I started off with 1,600 followers and I added almost 350. On Pinterest, I added 22, so I'm now at like 210. I'm not big there. Uh, my Facebook page, I went from 1,800 and I added 1,200. Uh, my Facebook profile, I went from 14,000, wait, 1,400. To, and I added 280. On Goodreads, I went from 974 followers and I added 68, so I'm now in the four-digit range. 
Um, on YouTube, I went from 198 and I added 154 followers because y'all rock. Uh, on LinkedIn, I went from 45 to like, what, 80? And my podcast seems to have like 18 regular downloads, but they won't tell you how many subscribers you have. And oh, they're horrible for tracking stats. But anyway, um, so yeah, lots of growth there. Pretty solid, excellent quality growth rather than mindless tw Twitter people who never interact with me. Uh, so let's talk about content because yeah, I might have X number of views, but if everything only gets looked at once, it's not really that great. Um, so this year I maintained my streak of vlogging once a week and I almost hit twice a week. Plus I kept up with the vlogging and I started to turn the vlog into a podcast. Uh, my Goodread stats are books added to my library and the last three years are the books I've read. My Facebook page won't give year-end stats and it stopped letting me scroll back in mid-2016. So those stats are incomplete, but I can at least compare the last three years. Please, Facebook, you give me insights. You give me all this information. Just give me my yearly stats. I just want to know how many times I posted. Why do you make me count? Sorry. Anyway, just, just a stat addicts wine. Sorry. Um, so as targeted the past two years, I also uh, maintained my average of posting on Instagram twice a week and I started posting twice a week to Pinterest. So let's talk about how much content did I do this year. On WordPress, I posted 99 times and the same on LinkedIn because they just reshare there. On Twitter, I tweeted 2,500 times. On Tumblr, I reshared things 229 times, which is probably just Instagram plus WordPress. On Instagram, I posted, I guess it's not tweet, um, I posted 126 times, so definitely more than twice a, year, a week. Uh, on Pinterest, it was 137 times. On my Facebook page, between my own content and resharing memes, I posted 442 times. So more than once a day, but not twice a day. So not too spammy. Uh, on Goodreads, I read 46 books. On YouTube, I posted 110 videos between my weekly live stream and my... Um, weekly blog post and my now live stream. So that's going pretty well. So fair amount of content out there and a lot of it original. So uh, let's do the account by account breakdown. Uh, for my blog, I blog on WordPress and I started the blog in 2015 in April. And this was my best year yet. I hit 10K views before the end of December. Um, and I grew at a steady pace. While some of it was con constant and consistent content and regular author spotlights, so I was doing it twice a week. But when I look at my source referrals, this was the year that Google search results became my number one source rather than my own social media. While my search results have been steadily growing in percentage, 
Um, the bump 100% correlates with a link from ProWritingAid.com had an article about beta reading and linked my 10 questions to ask your beta readers. So yeah, the importance of a larger site that is better ranked uh, referencing you matters huge on SEO, search engine optimization. Like um, uh, for my referrals for search engines, my first year or my second year was like 50 and then 162 and then 692 and then 574. And then this year it went from 574 for the whole year with search engines recommending me to 2000. 576. That's a big jump there. Whereas for my Facebook, which had been my biggest like um, pointer, it went from like 229 to 1000 to 1600 to 1600 to 1800 to 1600. So that's basically leveled off. Um, my top nine referrals are as of this year, or I guess grand total ever is probably Facebook and then search engines and then WordPress itself, the reader, uh, then Twitter, then Pinterest, and then pro writing aid, and then YouTube and Instagram. So cross-linking your stuff, super handy for getting views. Uh, for my Twitter, I joined in 2016 and I could be more engaged, but kind of comfortable where I am. I basically post and respond to my notifications and once a week or two weeks, I'll go through and look at my active feed and see what's going on. Um, but if you only post and look at your own stuff, it's a great way to avoid a lot of the Twitter drama that can happen there. Uh, Tumblr, I basically stopped using except for sharing Instagram and blog uh, since it's kind of dead. Um, Instagram, I continue to try and be more intentional in my posts, making one text post for every two images, or I mean, sometimes it's one ad post, but I do try to switch it up. So it's not like seven pictures of my tree or 12 selfies in a row. I like to mix up selfies and food and, um, trees and the sky, I really like taking pictures of the sky. And cause I'm, you know, a writer blogger, you get books sometimes too. So um, for Pinterest, I'm sharing my video weekly and my blog weekly. Uh, luckily I can automate that because I'm usually doing these at like 2 a.m. Um, I've considered joining some group boards, but I don't really know how to get into that. And I'm already in a lot of communities. Um, I did make an inspiration board for my space fantasy NaNoWriMo project this year though. So that was some actual pins. For my Facebook page, um, Morgan Hazelwood page, uh, I joined in 2015 and writing about writing continues to reshare uh, the memes I reshare because I add the alt text and I get massive readership every time they do that. Otherwise, Facebook is basically showing my posts to like 10% of my followers 
it's annoying, but they're, they're not getting money out of me. So I'll just keep cross posting my content to my own personal page. For my personal page, I joined in 2013. And I think most of my growth here was from the conventions I worked this summer and Facebook suggestions. Um, Google Plus is dead. Long live Google Plus. Goodreads, I read 46 books this year, beating my target of two books a month significantly. Woot! Um, and I rated all of them, but I only reviewed the one I read that was by um, a friend who's an indie uh, self-pub. Uh, because self-published books, I know, can really struggle for reviews. If if the book already had 25 reviews, I didn't worry about it as much. But if it has under 25 reviews, I definitely try to make the effort. Um, Reddit, I have an account there. I joined in January 2017. I got five karma this year. I posted once and commented on six discussions. If I want to be active on Reddit. I need to actually be active on Reddit. That did not happen this year. And Discord. Um, it is a social media platform. There is no way to track my stats, but I'm on um, servers for five different conventions, including the convention and then the staff um, servers. I'm on four active writing groups. I'm on my voice acting groups Discord. And that's not to mention all the social ones I'm on. <clears throat> There's no way to track this, um, <clears throat> but it is networking, it is social, and I do a lot of writing sprints here. <clears throat> so I just wanted to give a shout out to Discord. So in conclusion, I didn't get as much done as I'd hoped. Some of that as always was external, I don't think anyone expected 2020 to look like it did. Um, plus, when other people are helping you with your revisions, you can be limited by their pace and availability. And I was quite wary of the conditions into which I was considering querying my works. Some of the some of the issues, of course, though, were the consequences of my own decisions, because when you choose to do something, you choose the consequences that are obvious that go with them. <clears throat> I am still running not two, but three Facebook pitch war support groups and administering a science fiction fantasy writing group, plus stepping up as part of the hashtag authortube community and helping out with the Facebook consolation groups, AMAs, ask me anythings. Um, we have Joe Haldeman coming on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Come check it out. Um, and all of this takes time and energy and spoons. I helped run two conventions and helped staff another three. I paneled at three virtual conventions and two author tube events. I decided to do my best to keep up with like five types of social media, probably more. Um, I really like nine hours of sleep, even if seven is more standard. Um, and I still have scheduled social time with friends on Tuesdays and Thursday nights, even if it's virtual. Add in my blog post writing and uploading Wednesday nights and con meetings. As always, I've been prioritizing keeping up with my self-imposed schedule over actually writing. I'm still burnt out as usual, but I have goals. 
last year's intentional breaks turned into working at conventions, except December. This year, I'm going to take intentional breaks, at least two weeks off, at least twice of everything except for the blog, blog, podcast, not including December. However, I did do a lot. Obviously, I've been talking for how long now? Um, I finished revisions on two different books. I grew my blog, created a blogcast, worked the conventions, um, made them happen, um, and read a decent amount. While I may have fallen short of my goals, as I quote Les Brown every year, shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. How well did you do on your goals? And did quarantine sidetrack you or free up your time? Let me know in the comments below. As always, thank you for watching and tune in again next time for more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.